The year is 1999. The future is now. The new millennium is upon us. All the computers on Earth will soon crash into oblivion. A choice must be made. (laughs) You must either go willing into the millennium, knowing the computers are your leader, or choose to fight back. And that was the choice we made in 1999. Do you remember where you were for the... uh, the dawn of well te- technically i suppose the dawn of the new millennium didn't take place until 2001 well because I was there in... was no there was no year zero you know so yeah so 2001 was the actual start of the new millennium but where were you in late 1999 i was actually in line for phantom menace star <gasps> wars when all the, when the ai attacked whoa attacked, my brother and i were waiting for that movie, we were really excited to see it, and then the AI attack. So we never got to see that movie. So I've always held Phantom Menace in high regard. Like, maybe it's this classic. Because, of course, no movies were released after that because the AI had taken over all creativity. And, you know, here we are. Here we are now. Yeah. That is, as, uh, you know, servants to the robot overlords... But I really appreciate all the nice, like, creative media that the AI has produced. My brother has to wear then. a harness that attaches to an orb that is AI that tells him where to go and what to do. Sure. All times of the day. Yeah. It hurts his feet, but he has to wear it, or our blood pact goes into effect and then i die so he's really doing it for me the thing is conjunction with the ai what's weird is that part of the deal that you guys made with the ai was that you have to wear uncomfortable cowboy boots at all times at all times at all times even to bed even to bed they they connect to the harness it's like a butt it's a butt yeah it's all it's all it's a onesie (laughs) basically you have to slip it you slip it on and then it's it's uncomfortable cowboy boots and no, a glit, no, a, a no, glit no, what is it? Uncomfortable cowboy boots, a glitter thong, and uh, uh, you know. I mean, you say you say slip sh- it on, but there's spiked, way more spiked than shoulder pads. Slipping. Yeah, there's clipping, there's hooking, there's latching. There's way more than just slipping it on. It's like um, right. it's it's like Houdini before he would escape things. Like when he'd have to like get into things where they were like, okay, here we go. We're gonna put you in the fucked up shit. It's gonna take us like twenty yeah. minutes to do this. It's you like Houdini? I'm How do you feel about to... Houdini? I like Houdini, but I'm trying to go off his name with like a brother trope, like Boudini, but that's more of a ghost thing. Oh, so that's I definitely more trying... of a Boudini is way more of a ghost thing, unless your <laughs> brother's brother... name was Boo like, I somehow. I don't know. No, I don't Maybe you were my a character that's... in some like early 20th century classic novel or something. I don't know. It seems inappropriate to call your brother Boo. You know, it seems inappropriate. Like his boo is like reserved for a partner, I feel. Like oh, that's my oh, <laughs> but I'm talking about the boo that existed before the 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 boyfriend, girlfriend, partner boo. The before people started calling people that are are uh what what sugar baby uh uh <laughs> what what's the word? Uh sweetheart uh mama san dad papa sugar. papa <laughs> pa- Daddy Roo. Uh, before we started call, 
calling those people boo. Sugar tits. Boo is just <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your in your defense, you know, it's not an easy sugar tits is not an easy word to just like <laughs> you know produce on command. That's a multi-syllable challenge. Uh, but no, boo, 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 boo was more of a uh, like a special, you know, like a nickname. Like if somebody was uh, uh, real good at something on your like your basketball team, like uh, they were good at getting a bunch of steals or something, you know, and they like so it would surprise people all the time. But somebody would give him a nickname, and be like, oh man, he's like a ghost, so we call him Boo because he just he just yeah. scares the shit out of people and steals the ball, you know. The guy, the guy on the work site that always scares people to fall off the ladders. They call him the. They boo, call him Boo. They don't. They don't like. They don't like that guy. Real name's Clarence, but they all just call him Boo. But you know what? They don't call me. They don't call me Boo, because my name is Bo. Oh, that's right. Your name is Bo, and that means my name is Boo. I mean, my shit, shit, shoot. I mean, that means you're listening to. Topaz Suicida. It's what Boop. wrestling Boop. can Boop. be. That was just a little Boop. riff on uh, nicknames, culture, and of course the artificial intelligence apocalypse that is forthcoming, but that mm. could have possibly also happened 25 years ago uh, without Who's our knowledge. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Why is this website still open? I wonder. Let's close that. It's distracting. I don't know. You should probably yeah. You should probably close bigbutts.org or whatever. <laughs> that sounds distracting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's welcome like, to uh, bigbutts.org. It's, it's a book. It's a bookmark. I love it. It's my favorite site. Oh, so <laughs> so when you get home from work and you sit down on the couch, yeah, you wonder what do you got to do, and you know that you don't have to be choosy. Cause it's time for Bone Movie. Oh god damn it. No, that's not the theme song. We're not do- I'm not putting an instrumental to that bullshit. It's not alright, it is actually pretty good. Bone movies. I watched Listen, I watched a whole Netflix series. Oh god. This not this. A couple days ago. Okay. I watched The Wrestlers on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Wrestlers. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's about OPW, right? Wait, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, a seven-part yeah. docu-series. OVW. OVW, yeah, yeah. Ohio Valley. docu-series about OVW. It was pretty good. I scowled a lot while I was watching it because a lot of the stuff is in, like, areas of the country I don't really want to ever, like, go to, like, Confederate flags and stuff. Like Ohio? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, Fall Al Snow, he's the he's the head uh, of creative and coach to so the only only other wrestling company that puts on a live television show every every week, like AEW and WWE. Wow. Uh, uh, I think it's every Thursday. I'm not sh- quite sure. Um, what does but, what yeah, does following... OV, what does OVW air on if they're doing a weekly television know. show? They Got do the they internet, do their... right. Yeah, well, no, they have their weekly show on public access. It's not like a it's not like a nationwide weekly show, but it is always running, and it has been running, I believe, for like the whole time. <laughs> so it's never stopped. It's yeah. got a huge legacy behind it, you know. And OVW put out John Cena. They put out Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Shelton that Benjamin. Was their first pipe. 
Yeah, their first pipeline. Charlie to, Hawes, I think. To WWE. All those, all those fucking guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it's, it's Batista. Just, it, it starts really weird. Batista yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but it gets it ends it ends really uplifting and like Al Snow wrestles in a pay per view at the end of the show. Their big pay per view at the end of the year last year was called the Big One, and that kind of pissed me <laughs> off. That's but, our that's our thing. That's our thing. They that's didn't know. Thing. We've been saying that We've since saying at the, least 2021. The big one since 2021. And their big one happened last year. So <laughs> Nice. But Bo's got a giant mason jar full of water, yeah. which is just classic. I had to form. take a big old big old swig. Classic uh, form. So anyway, yeah, so the show was all right. Yeah, seven episodes, about an hour apiece. Okay. Uh, one of them is like an hour and a half, a little bit longer. Wow. Um... Some of the uh, the people on it you'll recognize, like the outsiders. They're there, like the youngest men on earth. They're they're not. They don't have any oh the lines, outrunners in the background. Outrunners. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Outrunners. Outsiders. Only half of the outsiders yeah. are still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, 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 Layla Gray. She's the women's champion during the story. Um, at the and then at the end of she was one of the baddies. One of uh, oh um, uh, Jade's baddies. And at the very end of the oh, season, yeah. she's like Al Snow. I I got. I'm signed to AEW, and he's like, "Great, that's awesome for you. Good for you." But she wrestles in ROH mainly right now. Um, but no, it's just really fun, really good. Uh, again, a lot of it pissed me off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just seeing the business side of it as well. Yeah, like the owner is a radio personality um, in Kentucky, and just how it, him getting along with the wrestlers and kind of butting into the business. It was really, it was, it was a enlightening watch even though it's you know it's it's a docu-series but it's still like parts are scripted to make it give that drama to it i know that i'm not stupid. what are you talking about i'm not stupid no shame on you for no, suggesting this is such what a happens thing. mike shame on you for suggesting mike, this such is a what thing. happens people they'll like guide this story to motivate the users there's people that do that job no, that manipulated no, job. they no, do that that's not true Nope. Everything you see on TV is real. Okay. Everything you see on... I'm, I'm right. saying that. But that's... That is... Well, I'm, I want that on my tombstone. What, mm-hmm. That and pepperoni. Everything you see on TV is real. <laughs> Everything. Yes. Okay. Good. All of it. All of it. So that's Bone Movies. Good. That's yeah. Well, I'm glad that you watched that so that I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Cool. It could. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been I, like I been watch a Maze lot of stuff. Movie apparently. No, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Nothing as good as that. Uh, another thing in Bone movies, it's not part of the segment, but it's like it's the <laughs> bullet point that's there. Yeah. So it's not part of the segment, but so Tuesday night, Dynamite is happening on Tuesday. Excalibur really wants you to know that Dynamite next week is on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday and not Wednesday. And NX. Right, and WWE really wants you to know that NXT is also on Tuesday, and they have stacked NXT to what I can only imagine is the only purpose but to bury AEW in the ratings. NXT, whose current women's champion is Becky Lynch, that's just there. I bet Jade Cargill debuts, if she didn't already at whatever happened this week. Right. Cena's going to be there. Oscar's there. <laughs> the Undertaker is on NXT. Oh my! Cody Rhodes will be there. Paul Heyman is there. Good lord! They're all there. 
I'm surprised. I, if CM Punk debuts, I wouldn't be surprised if CM Punk wow. shows up on NXT. Wow. Because <laughs> he's coming too. But I just think it's fun uh, when uh, one person, Vince McMahon, says, you know, we don't see our competition. And then obviously this is being stacked. What's going on Wednesday? The is there something going on? What's going on Wednesday? What would they be competing against on is Wednesday? Ba- is there basketball? Is no, there... there's no basketball yet. It's got to it be. Yeah, it's got to be baseball. Soccer? Baseball playoffs. That's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball playoffs yeah, are so happening. That's the downside of being on these cable stations, you know? Yeah. Like if you're just, well, it does no. Even like Fox and shit, they do all their sports anyway. Sports, you know, sports is not wrestling. I don't care. You know, this guy, he doesn't care. I don't need to see it ever. You don't ever need to see it. You don't ever need to see sports. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. You nope. got Maze Runner movies to watch. <laughs> not me. I got Maze Runner. I got three of them. <laughs> I got f- five hours of Maze Runner movies to watch. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's Bo movies. Great. That's the greatest segment uh, that we've ever done. That was really special. Thank uh, you. But for I have doing a question. I, I have I have a question for you in your voice. Uh huh. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, who's your favorite wrestler? Come on, you know who my fucking favorite wrestler is. Obviously, who my favorite wrestler is? It's fucking Christian. It's Christian. Yeah, it's got to be. It's fucking Christian. Like you want to say Edge, right? You want to say <laughs> Edge, but you say, can't. You want to say Edge, but you can't. Oh, so uh, by the way, I so I have watched Wrestle Dream. I am not caught up on this week's like Dynamite or Collision, but uh, the uh, Wrestle Dream, as you told me, uh, was totally wonderful. Like I, I, there was nothing about it I didn't I didn't like. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was, yeah, good job, everyone involved. Uh, Christian is a, a special presence on your TV screen. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's turned into this thing where, like, Edge was definitely the Shawn Michaels to Christian's Marty Jannetty kind of a thing, as far as, like, singles career after their tag team. Right. Uh, or at least that's how it appeared at first. But it turns out, actually, that Christian is, like, basically like Jake the Snake. Like, he's, he's going to be... Edge? Ti- he's timeless. He's going to be timeless. Edge is smoking weed under the, under the, under the, st- the, sp- the bleachers, right? Yeah. But Jay, Jay is in drama class still after school. Yeah. That's their difference. And they work so well together. Like, I took a photo of the screen. I didn't ever send you because I didn't know where you were. Yeah. It's, it's during the promo at the end of Dynamite. So Adam, Adam doesn't wrestle until this coming Dynamite. But So he's had promos, though, on both Dynamite and Collision. Okay, have ended okay. With, with Edge and Christian, basically. Right. And I took a photo of them standing. I was like, this is why I watch wrestling. Sure, I'm not like the hu- I'm not a huge Edge fan. You know, I missed all the yeah. ruthless aggression. I missed all the rated R superstar. I missed all that shit. There was a lot um, of good stuff. He, I when mean, I came back, you know. Well, when I came back in 2011 yeah. to the CM Punk thing, that's when he retired. So I like I missed all of it, basically. Right, right, right. So like, but just that—that's knowing that history. Those, it's like that's wrestling, man, right there. Yes, yeah, baby. Fuck yeah, yeah, baby. Um, but you'll love you'll you'll love the promos. The Dynamite promo is very very good. It ends the show. It's very good. 
I'm uh, very excited. So are they just calling him Adam Copeland then? Adam Copeland of Money Plane? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, the they rated can't, R they can't, superstars. They can't say Edge. They can't say Edge. Ian Riccoboni accidentally did ah! on Collision. Good. Last night. <laughs> Fucking but, good. But um, they can say rated R superstar. That's That was never trademarked. Wow. I don't know why. Yeah, that's and then the, shocking. His music is 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 yeah. This music isn't WWE. Isn't WWE, so. which rules? You get that's definitely something to always keep in mind if you're a new talent and you're getting signed. Number one, don't let them give you a name. Number two, don't let them give you music. <laughs> get your own. Find. Make sure that you can get your own music. You know, because then you can do it. You can do anything. You're gonna love what Christian does in these promos. He's so good. He's you're right. He's it's weird that we live in a world where Christian is the biggest heel in the company and MJF is the biggest face in the company. It's very, it's a weird combo. It is weird. It's extremely weird. Uh, also, yeah, MJF being like the baby face champion is just bizarre. It's so strange. Uh, but Christian, this is, I think, um, and granted, I wasn't really around for, the first half of Christian's career. Like I was out when you were in, in the late nineties with Christian and edge wrestling, you know, those tag team matches. And then by the time they were both singles wrestlers, uh, I didn't, I wasn't watching again really until like, you know, 2003, something like that. And it was fun to watch them both like edge had a little little program where he was hulk hogan's tag partner and um christian was like kind of doing his own uh kind of elitist uh uh yeah you know i'm better than you baby and you know it kind of thing but i and and then and then and then he went to tna and it was like I, i never really got the whole singles Christian experience. And now I'm seeing him in AEW and it's absolutely want him in AEW <laughs> as a heel <laughs> is one of the, my favorite things that I've ever seen in wrestling. Well, I, I knew he had it cause we've talked about when I did come back and edge retired, Christian was also, he tur- he was a baby face. He got the world title. He beat Randy Orton. Right. And then he turned heel with that title. And became a menace. And then Randy beat him. And the whole thing was this story of the chase. But it was the heel Christian chasing this title for the babyface Randy Orton. And he kept begging for rematches. And he got like three. And he kept losing, if I recall. (laughs) And just him begging and begging for the rematch was the same persona he's doing now. And it's just, it's it's perfect stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, perfect Entertainment. Also, special. Want to give a special mention to the first fall in the two out of three falls uh, at Wrestle Dream, where Darby pulled the turtleneck over Christian's head and then rolled him up for the three count. Yeah, perfect wrestling. Yeah, perfect wrestling. The only thing I didn't like was that Christian didn't then take off the turtleneck to make sure that didn't happen again. But it was like that match was so good. Well, I mean, ego's gonna do that for you. You know, ego's ego. ego is He's like, I'm not that. taking off my turtleneck for on. you. I'm not taking off my turtleneck for anybody. No. Who's your favorite wrestler? I'm so glad you asked. Um, you'll see more of her on Dynamite, but she's finally arrived fully 
in AEW, and my favorite wrestler is timeless, Tony Storm. Timeless. She is timeless. You will see. You will see why she is timeless. But she is timeless. She main events her matches. Oh no, she doesn't main event Collision, but she has a great match in Collision, and she main events Dynamite against Sky Blue. Uh, and she wrestles Kira Hogan on Collision. Both excellent matches with Tony Storm. She's wonderful. She's finally, I feeling like it feels like she's herself. She's fully shed any any motorhead fucking rockabilly right right rock yeah persona that the yeah. wwe uh, had yeah, more, more of a motley crew thing but yeah all right whatever any of that shit dad rock that fucking gen x is just oh like, uh, what you're yeah, 40 get out of here with that don't you say dad my, rock you're 40 I'm not gen x get the hell out of here millennial get out of here i'm a millennial such a dork <laughs> and uh <laughs> such a dork but it's timeless tony storm You'll see she's had the best video packages the last with with uh, RJ City on the last few uh, few dynamites and collisions and she's just great. It's wonderful. I, I think she's perfect. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I gotta say okay. about that. All right. Well, you'll see. I, I you'll I'm not see. gonna fault you for saying that because arguably Tony's the best wrestler in AEW. I mean, she's it's pretty good. Almost never ever ever makes a mistake. Her character work is fantastic. Her promos are great. Uh I I don't she's l- believable and legit as a champion and a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't like no I have no notes. For Tony Storm, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have no notes. She's timeless. Well, she's timeless. She's, timeless. timeless. she's fantastic. Well, that's great. Good stuff. I'm glad that we did this. Me too. Yeah, it's always nice this. to know who everybody's favorite wrestler is on any given week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But people are like, they go, I'm glad that we heard who your favorite wrestler is, but can we get on with it? Because can I got a favorite segment. Yeah, that's we, what they there's, say. There's, the favorite needs to happen, like now. So let's do it. I have one shit house for you today. Okay. And it's it's kind of long. You don't need to really talk through it. You can just kind of watch okay. it. Okay. You I, can explain what's going on, too. Do I get to see it? Sending it to you on Slack. And play it on your yeah, phone. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so season one of Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, they don't have the collars on their uniforms that they will have. Riker does not have his beard. It's fucking weird. Mm-mm. Uh, and here we go. We're going to take a look. It says Riker grants Wesley his favorite wish, his favorite wish. Of course, Wesley Crusher, son of Beverly Crusher, mm-hmm. the, uh, enterprise medical chief medical officer and sometimes yep. flirtatious, uh, crush babe to Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesley may or may not be Jean-Luc's biological son. <laughs> Would you just play the TikTok? <laughs> Riker grants Wesley his favorite wish. Here we go. Wish, my young friend. 
Okay, Wesley has turned into, into Randy Savage. Jean-Luc is... Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Your, okay. your gate, you're still recording all this, but your gate has cut it off on Zoom, so there's just nothing but silence. Oh, that's sad for you. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> uh, so what I witnessed... How'd you like that? How'd you like that? ...was Riker using his... the I assume the magic power that he would then later use to grow the beard. Uh, the beard takes it away. The beard, takes, the it beard away, takes it away, but he granted Wesley his greatest wish, which is, was, of course, to become Macho Man Randy Savage in the lead-up to WrestleMania five, And then, unfortunately, yeah. uh, Data had to also transmogrify into Hulk Hogan. And we had a little... He was reluctant. <clears throat> he was reluctant. Yeah, he wasn't really into it, but Riker said, this is for your own good. You're going to be Terry. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, that, that all this caused big problems for the Enterprise, from what I could tell from Jean Luc's reactions. He was he was like extremely kind of, yeah. he was extremely concerned by what was happening. You you said this was before Riker got the beard, but this is actually the final episode of the whole series <laughs> because they just kind of float into a black hole as Macho and Terry are yelling at each other. So, man. Uh, well, it's shit house. It's shit house. Uh, thank you, E M Lowe's, M Lowe's, for uh, creating this. It was very special to my heart. A wonderful crossover of some of my favorite media, and uh, you know, honestly, this inspires me. I think we should do a WrestleMania series. We, we, you know, I know we watch a WrestleMania match every March or April or whatever. We do something WrestleMania, but but there's something special about like a WrestleMania main event. You know, Hogan, yeah, yeah, Savage, yeah. WrestleMania Five, the Mega Powers explode. You know. Yeah, the handshake, the handshake that can no longer shake. It shook the world. That handshake. Yeah, they they've shaken it too much. They have to let go of each other now. But you knew that it wouldn't, it couldn't last because Randy just couldn't couldn't abide, man. And but the thing is, his beam is because his beam is too bright. His beam is too bright. You know, it turned out that we thought that Terry was the good guy and it turned out actually yeah. Randy was right all along. He had lust. Yeah, of course Randy's yeah. right. How could Randy be wrong? He had lust in his eyes. Yeah. He did. He knew what it was Terry was up to that scoundrel. Scoundrel. Oh, street legal. Street, <laughs> street legal. Street legal, dude. All right. Great shit house. Yes, very much. Yes. I love it. And yes. I've got one for you here. Speaking of, you know, you, one might say that at one time, Terry and Randy were as close as brothers. Yeah. 
They were their powers were together. Their powers were combined, and it was the only word to describe that was mega. Now, yeah, here is a, and I'm sure you've heard about this, but there, there's a, 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 another set of potential brothers here, and I, I think you know a lot of times on the show we ask who's the brother, and this is yeah. this is a very literal interpretation of that question. I've sent it to you on Slack, and I think we have just the man for the job here to find out who's the brother. Mike has sent me an article from Variety, the TV section. Mike knows I'm a big TV head. Yeah, big. So he sent me this TV news. Yeah, lifetime subscribers to Variety. I love TV. I love TV news. Follow me on TV app to... See all my TV. Yeah, I love all the. That's true, the, but I don't. I don't remember what the app is called. TV app. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Headline says from my uh, Michaela Z. Thank you, Michaela, who's the byline of this Variety article. Maury Povich offers Matthew McConaughey a DNA test to see if he's Woody Harrelson's brother. "Quote: I would come out of retirement for it." <laughs> this guy's nuts. Maury Povich, you're nuts. But yeah, that Mike and I talked about this at the gym a, a, a few months ago yeah. about how. Woody and 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 Matthew share a striking resemblance, yeah. a striking cadence in their voice, yeah. and a striking proximity to where they were born and their age, yeah. and also maybe they're brothers, but they don't want to check because why would you? You don't want to. You don't need to. Well, your friends. There's more benefit from the not knowing. Your friends. Maybe that's enough. You know, maybe that is enough. We don't need to be blood brothers, and that's weird. But anyway, Mari Povich. Shit stir. He stirs shit. He stirs Maury's it up. Maury's out here stirring shit all throughout our childhood. Mm-hmm. Wants to confirm whether or not Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are half brothers. During the recent interview with McConaughey, E News shared a video message from Povich in which the former Maury host, <laughs> I like that his show was his first name, and it's, yeah, told the actor that he would quote come out of retirement to give him and Harrelson a DNA test. And you know that's quote, big news. We could do it prime prime time. time. Yeah. DNA. Oh, get my Showtime color back in my hair. DNA. He's going to dye his hair for this. Maury's back with Woody and Matthew. Woody's got my number. I'm ready. Maury, this is, Maury's this is ready. Maury trying to pull a cool crime. He's trying to pull a cool crime. He's trying to become relevant and pull a cool crime off of this a potential half brother shit. Well, here's the thing, dude, is that Maury like saying, Hey, listen, here's the thing. I'll come out of retirement and give you guys a DNA test is the funniest shit in the world because it sounds like he's like a doctor or something. Yeah. He's like, come on to my house. I'll swab the inside of your penis. I'll swab your urethra. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll collect your urethra swab. We'll collect that. He's like, Maury, why do you keep saying urethra? We don't have to do that. Stop saying the words urethra and swab next to each other. Could you please stop (laughs) stop doing that? It's making me intensely uncomfortable. Here's the the shocker about this story. It's not that Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson might be half-brothers. It's that that Maury ran from 91 to 2022. Were you aware that Maury was on the air up until last year? 
And and he he can only he can't sit still for one year before we're like going. Let me get back in the big picture, baby. Let me let me get let me get on your TVs again. Maury's selfish. He's selfish here. This is a cool crime. It's a cool crime. Well, that's great. But, but it is shit house. Yeah, you think so? Well, Matthew uh, McConaughey it, doesn't seem too stoked about it because he's talking about here on Kelly Ripa's podcast. It's called Let's Talk Off Camera. He's been questioning whether Woody Harrelson is actually related to him. And he said some here we go. We got a quote from him. He said, you know, in Greece a few years ago, we're sitting around talking about how close we are, our families. And my mom is there and she says, Woody. I knew your dad. Everyone was aware. I knew your dad. And I said, everyone was aware of the ellipses that my mom left after knew it was a loaded K-N-E-W. <laughs> All right. You know, like. It, it, just, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. I knew your dad. I knew, I I knew, knew your, dad, your dad. So it's. I like that. You know. Well, if it, if it's true, we have to kill your dad. We have to kill your dad. We have to kill him in 53 years. He has to die. So there can be only one McConaughey. That's, that's the rules. So oh, know you know, you actually, game, Matthew McConaughey's dad's already out. already passed. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that's weird. So this would just be this would be great because this would be just him gaining. Yeah, a new dad. A new an, an extra dad who doesn't need an extra dad. That's I mean, true. I didn't, but you know, I, I would have settled for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so a shit house. But more Maury was your dad. That's what you watched to get out of out of your life. You watched Maury. He was your dad. Maury, Jerry, Montel Phil were my fa- my three dads. My what three dads. Phil Donahue. Phil. What about my Phil Donahue? I love Phil Donahue. She watched of Donahue she did. all the time. Putting that Donahue. bedazzle in those, those jackets while watching yep. Donahue. Yep. Donahue. <laughs> Sarah Jesse like Raphael. Donahue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SJR. Donahue is a good first name for someone. Someone should definitely name a child Donahue. Like Donahue Donahue Dickers. Donahue Donahue Dickers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, yeah, it's shit house. It's shit house. But I still think Maury's trying to pull a cool crime. Inadvertently, he's trying. He kind of is, right? It's kind of a crime. You know, here's if it hurts Matthew McConaughey's feelings and it and it messes him up emotionally, then it is not. A victimless crime but if it turns out to be a good th- thing and story and everybody's happy and they just like vacation and have like the, their you know they spend two weeks in Catalina together or whatever every year which they probably already fucking do but they just know that they're actually biological brothers like half brothers then yeah Maury you know what crime away dude because it's cool it's victimless and you if there's anyone I'm going to trust to tell me whether Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are actually biologically related, it's Maury Povich. I don't know what that says about the United States, but it's Maury Povich. I think I don't think the United States had anything to do with it. I think it's just what more of what it says about you. But that's fine. You love Maury. All right. I well, that it. was you a kind Maury. of a that was a low blow a little bit, but that's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Wait. Well, yeah, we'll get through. It. You'll get through it. Fine. <laughs> You're not the one that just got kicked in the nuts. Kicked the Maury dick. Uh, listen, we should we uh, we have stuff. I don't know what we wrestling? have. Mike knows what we have, but you, he wasn't our favorite wrestler. But he is the topic of today's episode, 
And that's oh, Adam yeah, Copeland, baby. Edge, the rated R superstar. Mike, what did you bring for us to watch? Yeah, dude. So uh, there was a lot to choose from, and I'm sure that we'll continue. Like at some point, we'll watch more Edge stuff. But I wanted to watch something that that I hadn't seen yet, but that represented, um, I guess, primo young Edge, like like uh, Edge and frankly Edge and Christian when they were obnoxious and young and hungry and doing their thing. So what I grabbed was uh, it wasn't something from uh, the rated R superstar, his feud with John Cena, all that stuff. Cause I was kind of familiar with that stuff. I went back to 1999. Ooh, no mercy. It was the first year that no mercy was a pay-per-view. And of course, if you're a N64 fan, you know, and no mercy was a, a wonderful, wonderful wrestling video game. Same year, uh, but I believe it came out the same year as this. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the match I pulled was Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys in a ladder match at WWF No Mercy 1999. All right, so at this point in 1999, uh, as you know, okay, Edge and Christian, I believe, debuted... With Gangrel, right, as the brood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were vampire vampire gimmicks, yes? They were real vampires. They were, they were vampires. And uh, then they had uh, their feud with the Dudleys and uh, the Hardy Boys. And somewhere in there, Gangrel seems to have uh, abandoned... Edge and Christian, which w- probably that. freed them up to no longer be vampires full time. That's how it works. Uh, but Gangrel has taken the, the new brood, which would be, of course, Jeff and Matt Hardy. The young Hardy boys are now with Gangrel. They have what I imagine um, has greatly saddened Michael P.S. Hayes. Uh, who is no longer able to walk to the ring with them in those tight velvet t-shirts. Um, but uh, Jeff and Matt are with Gangrel now. They are known as the New Brood, and they are wrestling Edge and Christian, and this is a ladder match for the managerial services of Dustin Rhodes, his ex-wife, Marlena herself, the valet of Goldust, Terry Runnels. So it is a ladder match to see who will be managed by Terry and it's a hundred thousand dollars on the line. So no tag belts, but the stakes are high here. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Full disclosure. I just pulled the longest nose hair out of my face. You did. <laughs> it was so I was long. Looking at, I was looking at our Wikipedia page here. I did not even see that. Wow. I vanished. Oh, so, so that, that, that was probably one of the realest experiences of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I was in this match with battling for my life. But my opponent was this nose hair. But I'm really excited to watch it. Uh, again, it's on Peacock, everyone. It's on Peacock. No Mercy 1999. This is before anyone cared whether wrestlers uh, were okay after the match. We hope that you will watch along with us, knowing that everyone ended up being okay. It is a ladder match 
for $100,000 and the managerial services of Terry Runnels. It's six match on the card. No Mercy 1999, about one hour and 11 minutes into the pay-per-view. Watch along with us, and we'll see you after the break. boy and you know what not even a long match you get in there you, you they do their thing and they're like hey first tag team ladder match in all of wwfe history here it is and it was great i feel like you don't even get a lot of those still just the two two on two just ladder the, match? the two on two with just ladders is very yeah. uh like there's something so comforting about that like it's it's like it was a simpler time before we had to think of stupid shit there was just the idea that you could have four guys <laughs> and a bunch of ladders listen you you know you and i are doing uh doing summer days are over but gcw days is just around the corner <laughs> we're doing eight eight weeks of gcw i know I know you would you would love two guys that you know that are training right now to wrestle for GCW, but but you don't want to get messy. I know you, I know you. Yeah, no, I don't want them to do dumb stuff. I want them to do <laughs> two intelligent things that matter that make sense. Uh, and this match, you know, it, it, everything made sense. It was uh, really yeah really well executed and the thing is like okay so it's the first tag team ladder match in the history of the wwf fine but if you showed me that and said like okay that happened in 2023 what do you think of it i would say yeah that was really fucking good and it's one of the best ladder matches i've ever seen <laughs> you know yeah it like, definitely makes those highlight those highlight reels like the little the spot with where they're in the corner and the ladders on that teeter totter maneuver and Jeff jumps up yeah. teeter totters right right into Matt and Christian, but he still gets Christian. And Matt, he gets it. He's like, Fine, I'll take the hit. I understand, brother. Yeah. Because you've made this cool this cool contraptions here. We have to capitalize. Uh, and you and you've made the, the decision to jump. And I understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it. We've done this since we were babies. Um, yeah, what's fun about when you get a match, like a ladder match, is just ladders. There's no tables or chairs that show up. You get a really, all these creative different ways they use the ladder. Right. And this one's got the, you know, the double nut shot that they did with the double drop kick yeah, against Jeff yeah, again. Yeah. Um, it has just a bunch of just tossing of the ladder. Yes. To get the, the other person off the other ladder. The ladder used as projectile weaponry. Yes. Which I feel like I don't see enough anymore. Like where it's like, oh God, someone's fucking climbing the ladder. Oh, I've got a ladder. Here, let me throw it at you. You know, that kind of shit. Just toss the other ladder. Fucking great. Hey, get off that ladder. I have this ladder for you. Uh, also, um, I thought one ladder was taller. It wasn't. They were all the same wrong. size. You had to climb to the very tippy top to reach the yeah. $100,000. Yes. Uh, the, other, the other thing I really, really appreciated about this match was that uh, nobody climbed the ladder like Frankenstein. Nobody climbed yeah, the ladder like was, they were some, an undead zombie. They were all trying to get to the always, money. Yeah. 
and someone stopped them there every time. There's always someone there. Yeah, someone yeah. there to stop. And the only time they were slow was at the very end. And JR made a point to say, these guys are slow now. They are yeah, because they just this got... why f- they are slow. F- <laughs> fucked for like 15 yeah. minutes. I'd be, shit, but I'd be slow still, too. The way they're on the ladder, when Edge is climbing it and JR makes that comment, he's not doing the whole, oh, this rung is so hard, I'm shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just dra- he's draped. He's draped over the ladder like, I just let me rest for a second. He's just so tired and he's gone been through so much and he's trying so hard to still win. Also, the finish of the match, y'all four guys climbing the ladder and they're fucking up there. And then you have that beautiful sequence where you have uh, fucking uh, 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 Christian uh, knocks Matt off the the ladder and then matt bumps into the other ladder and that knocks the other ladder and has christian fall off and then edge falls off and then jeff's the only one left on the fucking (laughs) on the ladder and he's like he makes the jump the jump to the safe ladder climbs yes he makes the jump to the safe ladder it's so good this might you see that a lot these days but this might be the first jumping to the safe ladder Right spot, right. That I've seen, yeah. Um, to where it wins the match for him, you know, fucking a. Day. So yeah, it was revolutionary for just being a ladder match. But you know what? Tag team ladder match, first one of its kind. And, and like, uh, you, you know me, I'm not, I'm not big into fucking, you know, ladders and tables and chairs and all that shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not into the, the you know, all the, all the. You're not scared. You're just not into I'm it. I'm not scared You're of not it. scared. I'm obviously not afraid. You're not scared. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. No. But I'm not really no into way. all the accoutrement of wrestling. But this was a, an example of using uh, a weapon and a, uh, what, a premise of a match to tell a really good story. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So that, I mean, this is, I mean, I think this is one of my favorite matches now. Mm-hmm. It's really good. What I love about knowing where Edge and Christian are now in AEW, because they're both seemingly very healthy. They're <laughs> older guys, yeah. but they look and move very healthy as yeah. compared to Matt and Jeff, which you can see Ooh, yeah, what the yeah, eight, the toll yeah. has taken yeah, on their bodies. Yeah. They're still competent for the most part until Jeff messes up one thing and then it's all downhill. It's all there. over. Yeah. But, uh, but seeing edge and Christian knowing that they still have these really excellent matches they can put off, uh, in the future is going to be, is, is really exciting. How is that? Uh, the edge case? actually, he, that they are still apparently like Gumby, like limber and stuff. Like, like I, I can't imagine wrestling for that many years and not kind of, you know. I, I mean, feel like they, they don't look like big boozers. You know, they've never been oh, one to talk that, yeah, about maybe alcohol. Maybe, maybe they maybe just don't it. drink. Maybe that's it at all. I don't. They know. They are best friends with FTR, so I know they drink at least tequila. So ENC are best friends with FTR. Oh yeah, Edge is like their Adam Copeland is their first friend before CM Punk. Edge is their first friend. Oh, very. They cool. love Edge. Very cool. And it's very exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so they got their they traded one friend in for their ultimate oh, best friend. They traded man. the penultimate best friend for the ultimate. Ah. Um, but I'm excited for you to watch Dynamite and Collision because there's some stuff on both shows that you're going to be excited about for more than just Edge and Christian, but future stuff. So. 
Uh, let's see. We did some scrubbing, but we have a segment here. Yeah. Figure out who's best dressed. Um, okay. So I was scrubbing to the show to get to the hour, Mm -hmm. hour, 11 minutes in Mm -hmm. to the, to the match. Um, I didn't see Macho Man though. Is he booked? He's, he's booked tonight. I think he's probably booked in, in WCW in 1999, but he's, he's, it's the, it's the death knell. It's the death rattle of the Macho Man. Isn't it? So this, this match happened and WCW exists while this match takes place. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's weird. Does that feel weird? It does. Because this is like, we just fucked your corpse kind of match level. Yeah, definitely. WCW yeah, yeah, is yeah. what this match is. Yeah. So how it exists and then WCW exists for two yeah, and a half Yeah, what we have years. here over here in 1999 <laughs> in WCW is like... Scott, Scott Steiner, Steiner. <laughs> and um, Kevin Nash Disco, he's there. Uh, yeah. uh, looking at each other for like 15 minutes, you know? I mean, hey, yeah, look, so also macho, 1999, Hogan's back in the red and yellow, I think, because the NWO shit has run score. So what is Macho doing? What's he wearing? So here's what Macho's doing. Is he just doing. in all black? All right. I think that at this point, Macho is either in all black or it is the moment where he is now wearing the glitter tuxedo with the bow tie and the fedora, everything glitter like red. Oh and he God. is escorted to the ring I by like... I love to see him this. Have you never seen this? I don't think I All have. Right, let me find it for you. Hang on. I think I might have been. I think I, I believe at this point in time, WWF has won my viewership. If you can believe it, I think they won my viewership because I was the classic uh, flipping through both channels uh, back and back on my TV on Monday night. That was I was there for that live. That's right, folks. Live Monday Night Wars. I was part of it. I was in the trenches, you little dicks, all right? I was out there going between DDP and fucking Mankind. That was me. Look, we were all flipping Where were back you? and forth. Huh? Where were you when all this Where was happening? Where were you, you child? You child? You were breastfeeding still, you baby. Get with it. Stop breastfeeding. You're grown now. My <laughs> What? My keyboard's not going to work anymore. I don't know what's going on. Oh, God. You've been selling too many shares. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I was, you know, it's it's my bad. Uh, well, you'll have to take my word for it, I guess, uh, that Randy looked really terrible in 99-2000. I don't need to see him because you say that, and I think you're wrong, and he looks perfect, and he would have been tights of the night, so you don't need to show it to me today. Well, here's the thing. Because he is booked. It's not your fault. He's just It's not, not your fault. He's booked, but it's not because he's booked that he's tights of the night. It's not his fault. I mean, it's not your fault. It's Randy, Randy's still tights of the night. You know why? Because Wesley Crusher turned into Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Earlier in the program. That's true. And his goddamn beanie matched Wesley's sweater. Yep. So yep. the purple was there. That sucks. Let, well, let's, before we figure it fully out, we guess, let's table that. Let's take Wesley Savage. Let's, let's put him up okay. here. We'll put him over on the side. Yeah. The people we saw tonight uh-huh. in this match. Yeah. 
I made the point to point it out because it was a revelation to me in the moment that Christian is indeed in the same outfit, but his fishnet has been exchanged for a turtleneck. Turtleneck, yes. Very but sim- it's the similar. Same sleeveless sim- design. Yes, exactly. You just can't see his nipples. You just can't see his nipples anymore. Right. He's become more modest in his old age. Edge tights are unremarkable. Let's be clear. Edge's tights are not good in this match. Yeah, I mean, they're not, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're Edge, you know. They're like a blue leopard or like a faint leopard print. It's not even leopard print. It's got circles on it, though, I think, right? Yeah. It looks like uh, like a stone street in the UK. <laughs> it's cobblestone. <laughs> Jeff and Matt are in Jeff and Matt's clothes. Right. Yeah. So, the, so they're part of the brood, but that doesn't matter. They're not going to wear flowy shirts, even if Gangrel looks amazing. No one's going to. Yeah. Gangrel looks great in the flowy shirt. The way it sits on his pecs is just like, he's huge. But the Hardy Boys, even though they're the new brood, right? Yeah. They're not going to be they're they, they They themselves will not be donning vampire attire. Vampire attire like, is a very good name for something. Yes. They're still dressed like P.S. Hayes, and they keep that. Yeah. Or is P.S. Hayes he, dressed like them? Oh, That's oh, a different he's, story. he's dressed like them. P- Michael P.S. Hayes <laughs> is dressed like them. He's like, hey, dude, 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 we got to hey, hey, it's 1994, 1998, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. We're, uh, Has anybody seen my cane? I know. I really need that, actually. I need this cane. Dude, dude, really. Dude, dude, dude. I do need it. Dude, dude, dude. dude, dude. dude. Yeah. Hey, why can't the kids sing in school and pray yeah, and shit? Yeah, why oh. can't the kids pray in school? Well, here's <laughs> the thing, Mike, Michael, they can. They can, just not They can, it's just no one's making them do it all together <laughs> like it's Nazi fucking Germany or something. <laughs> okay, that's all it is. I don't know, I just heard the kids don't pray in no, school don't get Christmas gifts. They're totally gifts. allowed. Do, do, do. They're totally allowed. No, they don't get gifts. They're allowed. Everyone's allowed to do it. Santa's going to give them a piece of coal. Doot, doot, doot. You know, you can't say Christmas, Merry Christmas anymore. You can. You totally can't say Merry Christmas. You can't. As you can't say that in school. You can say it in school. It's fine. It's just you don't have to. You don't have to say it. You know, I heard you can't gather with your friends and all say Merry Christmas to no, each other and can. worship baby. You totally baby can hang out Santa. with people that you want to and say right. Merry Christmas. It's totally fun. Well, I got to get out of here. I got to yeah. get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You've got another Drives fucking away in, Bad in the, Street record the fucking, to record. <laughs> in the Union Jack Mustang or whatever that car is. Oh, my God. The General Lee from uh, fucking uh, Dukes of Hazzard. Not, yeah. not Union Jack. No, not the I Union being, Jack. I was being nice. That was somehow slight. The Union Jack is somehow slightly less offensive than the fucking No, it's way General more offensive Lee. to them, though. How dare you put a UK flag on our good old boy car? All right. Um, so, but anyway, Macho Man. Macho Man, thanks for being tight tonight again, bud. You were the greatest. Uh, and you were you were here briefly for this moment, but... You earned it again. You did great again. Always, uh, always. Wow, you didn't even do anything, and you did it. You did it. Well, where can uh, people find us here in episode two hundred five? God, two hundred five, crazy. Uh, you know, you can find us online at Tope Suicida Pod. That's going to be on X, Instagram, Instagram Threads, TikTok, all your favorite social media platforms. And if you want to send us an email, it's Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. If you're in the Portland, Oregon area and you're at a wrestling show, 
Say hi. Let us know how you're doing. We'll try and wear our Tope Suicida shirts so you can recognize us. Say hi, Mike. Hi, Bo. How are you? I was almost at DOA last night, but I got anxiety and didn't go. Oh, you didn't go? You were going to go by yourself, though? Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's a spur of the moment, like 20 minutes before. I yeah. I tell anyone. I was like, should I go? Should I go? I've o- I say that. I've only done that once, but. You should. Okay. Next time that happens, you should. You should go alone. You should take a lift. You should get hammered. You should have a great time. And then you should chronicle your experience. It sucks because you got to get cash there. They don't take cards. Ah, historic Eagle's yeah, Lodge. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, did you give all the plugs? I think I we did. It. Yeah, say I think we got the us. plugs. Yeah, say hi to We us. got the plugs. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, for listening, all you tope heads. And it's been a real fun time tonight to celebrate uh, Edge, who is it's exciting now. These things are cool in AEW. Yes, very cool. It's 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 kind of bigger than we made it out to be. Like he's twenty five years. His career has been in WWE, just right? WWE. Yeah, it's just really it's really cool. And he points that out. He's like, I'm talking to Tony Schiavone for the first time on collision. He's like, JR is down there and he got me my job. Yeah. <laughs> I owe everything to that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really, it's really cool stuff. It's a cool moment. Very cool. So as we celebrate Edge and, you know, for, you can't celebrate Edge without celebrating Christian. Come on. I mean, yeah, you know, you can't no celebrate way. Christian without celebrating Edge. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it's, it's really good to see those two guys in the same place again. And it's exciting because it's like, what are they going to do together? You know? Yeah. It's going to be fun, whatever it is. They're a really great example of, of something that I think uh, the two guys that we know that are training, that they would aspire to be. Right. Excellent tag team. Excellent individual. Right. Uh, growth from that tag team as well in singles in the singles division. So it's a really cool thing to aspire to. Definitely, and they're still friends. Yeah, they're still best friends. They've well, been they've been watch best... Dynamite. I need you to right. watch yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right, gotta, right, right. Okay, watch Dynamite. Well, they they may be at odds right now, <laughs> and they have been in the past, but yeah. they have still been best friends since they were like twelve years old. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as we celebrate those guys and we look forward to more great wrestling from the both of them in the, you know, later stages of their career. I don't want to say twilight because who knows, maybe they'll wrestle for another 10 years, but uh, in the veteran stage of their careers. Yeah. And we watch this match that was them as young bucks, you know, bucks, Hey, young bucks, 1999 first tag team ladder match in WWF history. Bo, I got to know, for you, tonight, mm. what is wrestling? So glad you asked, Mike. And sometimes when I think about wrestling, I, I ask myself what you just asked me, and that is, what is it? What is wrestling? And I think wrestling is that that food delivery service, <laughs> you know? Yeah? What, like Uber Eats? Like an Uber Eats... <clears throat> or like a go puff if you need some an oatmeal cream pie at like 11:30 yeah, at night or right. like yeah some toaster strudels maybe for the morning but you want to get them now here at midnight <laughs> yeah but you want to eat those later yeah cuz you like a little sugary pastry in the morning you got a sweet tooth you know sue you so sue me and that's what wrestling is it's a sweet tooth it's a bite down into uh, thinking uh oh 
the bottom right of my mouth kind of hurts. I think that chipped tooth has developed a cavity finally, and I need to go get it figured uh, out. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. now, sometimes, I got a little heartbeat down here, as if it's... It looks great. I look in there. It looks great. looks flawless, but... <laughs> The, it's the roots, you know, something's going down on the roots, and that's yeah, wrestling. Yeah, something's happening in the roots. That's wrestling. Something's happening down in the roots, in the roots. baby. Mm. What, Mike, here, episode 205. Can yeah. you believe it? 205. Only a few episodes away from our season five entry and also the spooktopular. But what is wrestling? Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Season five? Wow. That's nuts. I believe it's episode 209. <sighs> it's the season five beginning episode. Good Lord. Uh, wrestling is timeless. Wrestling is a punch in the face that has make, that breaks your jaw in three places and has to wire your jaw shut so that all you can do is blend up beef sticks in the blender yeah. And drink those down because you still got to get your workout in, you know, yeah, and you're not going to be able to enjoy chocolate cake anyway. And it sucks that your jaw's broken because you can't, your, your teeth are like this, and you can't do anything. But after those fucking six months or whatever with your jaw wired shut, you're going to look great. Mm-hmm. You're going to look like a million bucks because you've just been sucking down meat sticks through a straw for six months, baby. Yeah. And it's just been pure protein. It's just been like tuna fish. Just going down. Fish and human DNA. You know, human DNA and those hot dogs. And you've just been in there doing curls. And, you know, baby, like, wrestling is timeless. Wrestling is sacrifice. Wrestling is sometimes taking a steel ladder to your face. Mm -hmm. Because you have to. Because you have to. It's going to hurt the other guy, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're tougher than that other guy, goddammit. You gotta put a chain around your knee and hit it, hit him with that knee. It's gonna hurt your knee, sure. But it's gonna hurt his face worse. Worse, yeah. <laughs> That's wrestling, baby. Wrestling is commitment forever. Hey, everyone, we'll see you next week. Tope Suicido, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.